from architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater. Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. And welcome to the Desert Scene. I'm here with the fabulous Brian Mendoza, who is not only my wonderful co-host, he runs the board and wears like five or six <laughs> hats. We couldn't do it without him. No, certainly not. And you wear a thousand hats. You sing, you dance, you do everything else. A lot, of, lot of stuff. <laughs> All right, we are so excited today to have our guest, uh, Willie Ryan, who I met years and years and years ago in theater, and he has become the, I think, restaurateur of the desert. Hi, Willie. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for that introduction, Bonnie. It's nice to speak with you. And uh, so I want to go back, first of all. I first met, we first met when you were running the Top Hat Playhouse. It seems like 100 years ago, but I guess it was, I don't know, 24, I don't know, something like that. Um, and I did sure. uh, Best Little Horror House in Texas, and it was great fun. Um, so tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll get into your restaurants. Um, well, I, actually, now I, I jokingly say I get paid for running the show. Yeah. Oh, yes. Back back then, as you know, we made no money. Yeah. The the theater was a lot of fun. It was hugely successful. We did some really amazing productions. Uh, For those of you that might remember Top Hat Playhouse, it was a 100-seat theater on Arenas Road. And you're right, uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas was one of the large Broadway productions that we brought to Palm Springs. It was fun. It was. We made no money. Yeah, it was. It was great fun and very, you know, um, emotional. We all got to be very good friends. But so then, uh, th- now, had you done any uh, restaurant stuff before that, or was that a, a just a brand new turn when you went from theater to restaurants? I I I've reinvented myself several times. So I started uh, as a server in a Scottish uh, restaurant, which was part of a hotel there. So I'd done very little uh, restaurant work. When we closed, when we closed the uh, theater, my friend, who happened to be Scottish, uh, had opened recently opened a uh, British pub called the Cheeky Monkey. I remember that. Yeah, which used to be on the corner of Ramon and uh, Sunrise. Mm-hmm. So I would go there and. Uh, drink a pint of cider a night and drown my sorrows and she said why don't you come and work for us so I became a waiter and then from there I was a waiter there for maybe about a year or so and then went from there to La Valerie's and was at La Valerie's for five years and then went from La Valerie's to manage Aqua Piero's Aquapazza at the river Mm. in Rancho Mirage when the river was hugely successful. Mm-hmm. So that's how my restaurant management career started was at Aqua. Now, but but to be an owner, co-founder owner, that's that's a, that's a that's a big risk and a lot of responsibility. So how did you started with 849, right? That was your first one. I did. I did. So my business partner, the co-owner of 849, John Pascal, came to me. I was um, operating Aquapazza and we had just recently opened Lulu downtown. He came to me and asked me if I would be interested in partnering with him and open up our own restaurant. And we actually looked at uh, a small restaurant called Farm, and we began, we began looking at some small spaces. We were actually in um, the old Thai Smile 
when the realtor, we were meeting with the realtor to discuss the possibility of taking that over, and he just casually mentioned that the building for 849 was available. Mm-hmm. And I looked at John and I said, if we're going to do this, we might as well do it right and yeah. do it big. And voila, we opened up 849. And I mean, you've been hugely successful. Was it a, a hit right from the get-go? Because boy, running, a lot of restaurants don't make it. That, that is such a big undertaking and uh, a lot of work. So did, was it kind of a hit right away? It was, it was. I, I, I had actually, I, I helped the Kellers open Lulu, um, so that was also a huge success from the get-go. We, I, I built a reputation of um, providing great hospitality and uh, good food, and uh, people were really anxious to see what I did when I branched out on my own. And I think we, when we opened up 849, it, it not only looked like an amazing space, we provided great food, great service. So. It was. You're right. It was a huge success. And the, um, the design right. is beautiful. How, was that all your your doing? Of the colors and the. It's, I mean, it's gorgeous. It, it, it's not all, definitely not all my doing. It, it's. It, I believe in teamwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, both John and I uh, agreed on how the basic look of the restaurant. The restaurant was uh, inspired by one of my favorite restaurants in Mexico, Cotla Leche, where geniusly, uh, I just thought it was incredibly genius that the guy took some refurnished furniture and uh, painted everything white. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I copied that. I yeah. thought it was just, rather than try to find lots of expensive tables and chairs, I just went to, we, it was shopping therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy for both John and I. We went to all the local uh, consignment stores and thrift shops, etc. And bought tables and chairs, painted them white, added pops of fuchsia, and mm-hmm. uh, created uh, what people describe as an Alice in Wonderland feeling. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was fun putting it together. Excellent. Now, t- tell me what is the secret? We'll get into the, your latest two restaurants in a second. But what would you say is the secret to? Uh, having success running a restaurant? Is it basically surrounding yourself with the right people? Is that a big part of it? You know, it's very similar. I, I, I use this quote uh, often. It's very similar to running running the theater. It's putting all the right people in the right places and uh, putting together this production, which is called Going Out for Dinner. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 again, it's very much teamwork. Um, I, I, have, I have the eye of... Uh, Paul Brueggemann taught me many lessons. He was the owner of La Valerie's. Mm-hmm. He, he, would, he would walk around the restaurant every Saturday and look at all the smallest details. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I've become a mini Paul Brueggemann <laughs> in many ways where all the small details drive me crazy uh-huh. and, of course, drive the staff crazy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it, again, I, I think the success is, is, is having the having the entire dining experience. Good food, good service, good ambiance. And tell me how you dealt, I mean, the pandemic, of course, was so difficult for everyone, So, and businesses and restaurants in particular. How did you navigate that whole issue? And it, I mean, it's not, we're still navigating it. We're still navigating it, but again, because I've been very much involved in the community, whenever anyone asks for something, I try to say yes. Mm-hmm. So, and I've, I've done that all the way back to my aquapata days. Um, 
back then it was easier because I was spending somebody else's money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't really make any difference anymore. Fortunately, we're in a position where we we can say yes on almost every request. So uh, the, when the pandemic hit, um, one of our clients or one of our regular click catering clients called me up and said, hey, what can we do to help you and help the community at the same time? And we came up with this boxed lunch idea. Mm-hmm. So we literally, we, we started one day a week. I put a press release out to uh, all of our patrons and all of our um to all of the, the media, et cetera, letting people know that we were going to start feeding uh, the frontline workers and the uh, doctors and medical teams at all of the urgent cares and all of the emergency rooms in town. So for months, literally, actually, sorry, for almost a little over a year, we every three days a week, we were taking out meals to all of the frontline workers mm. and the public knew that we were doing that yeah. so they in turn everyone i i believe what what you put out there comes back tenfold absolutely I believe it all goes all goes around so while we're while we're giving to our community the community is coming back and supporting us so mm. we we did get through the pandemic with um with grace and flying colors yeah we were very blessed and that was that was a wonderful thing to do it was great to see not everyone but a, i would say a large number of people stepped up to the plate when the pandemic hit and how can we help and, and make this and help each other yeah. let's get into um uh, 1501 uptown gastro pub so that just opened what a year ago we opened on february 17th mm-hmm. last so, year correct so yes. t- tell us about how is that one different from 849 so it's very casual. Um, it, it, we have elevated pub food there, uh, comfort food. So eight four nine, we have a casual lounge menu, and uh, I want to say uh, fine dining in the dining room, mm-hmm. and lots of private private rooms right. and a huge patio. So eight eight four nine is very conducive to celebrations and. Uh, weddings and rehearsal dinners mm-hmm. etc 1501 is really it, it's your neighborhood neighborhood pub per mm-hmm. se. okay and now let's talk about willies this is so exciting so you're opening up willies february 18th it's the old bernie's location rancho mirage tell me how that came to be so again, uh, my business partner at 1501 and Willie's, his name is uh, Chef Chad Gardner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a couple of other restaurants in town, so he also is well-known in, in the Valley. Uh, he came to me with both of those opportunities. They both sort of fell in his lap. Uh, he and I have been doing catering and events for the last four years together, so mm-hmm. we work well together. Um, he came to me and asked if I... Uh, would be interested in partnering with him and I said yes so these opportunities sort of just fell in our lap they were restaurants that were pretty much ready to go Mm -hmm. but um, uh, just almost turnkey we just added we just needed to add our touch to it however Willie's, we we actually the kitchen was uh, is completely ready to go. We completely changed the uh, dining rooms and lounge at Willie's. I was just going to ask you what. So how how is it going to be different for folks who remember Bernie's? So Bernie's, um, I 
obviously Bernie's they they designed it to suit the clientele that they had in mm-hmm. their previous location and they designed it for entertainment and sort of were going for that speakeasy New York right. cabaret style restaurant lounge and it was in my opinion very dark so mm-hmm. I I have uh, picked, I took every uh, they had uh, some black booths and uh, things were closed closed in I, I we removed all the booths we painted everything white uh, removed all the dark flooring so everything is now very Palm Springs uh, Mediterranean sort of French bistro feel bright light Great. open and very very different for sure excellent all right so you open now is that is officially opening to the public on February 18th is that correct that's correct well, it's so it's so exciting. Yeah. I am so uh, happy for you, Will. I mean, what great success you've had in the in the restaurant business. And again, it's not easy. A lot of people fail. So, uh, congratulations. Best of luck to you. And I'm definitely going to be checking Willie's out. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much, Willie Ryan. Go check out Willie's February 18th. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time on the Desert Scene. <laughs>